wish I could walk away Wish I didn't have to see your face again I wish I could, but I can't I wish I could just say no Wish I knew how to tell you what I want I wish I could, but I can't Good evening, everyone. Welcome again to Fake History. I, I am joined, as always, by John Gilday and Lisa Lund. How are you guys? Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, I've heard uh -huh. that music somewhere. I've heard uh -huh. that music somewhere before. Well, that, that could be a new uh, official theme note that's managed to no, make it for no, us the first week. No, no, no sack no, that. No. What's that? The theme that, of shape? No, no, no. Ram it. Exactly. You have no taste. And so forth today, anyway, welcome back, folks. And uh, so today we are uh, we're producing it in conjunction with Portraits by Kerry, which is P A W T R A I T S by Kerry C E R I, which is bringing your pets to life. How will you look at it on Instagram if you do, guys? It's uh, it's a great thing. We don't uh, we don't plug just anyone. So uh, if you have a, a look at that, and uh, yes, today we're bringing to life. We're bringing back to life H H Holmes. Not to be um, confused with Sherlock Holmes, although Sherlock Holmes would probably want to get to know this guy probably quite a lot better if he was actually a real person. Um, I think the way to do today is I will pass over for a little bit of the backstory for H.H. Holmes, who was a very, very bad man, over to Lee. So what, begin this story for us. Well, I mean, all in all, I suppose uh, his real name was Herman Webster Mudgett. Um, he was born in 1861 in New Hampshire. He was the middle child of five, born into a well-to-do family, Protestant Christians. His father, Levi, he was a farmer by trade. I mean, he also picked up other jobs like painting and teaching. Holmes, as a child, excelled at school. He was often a victim of bullying. He did have a squint eye, and that... Uh, was one of the main reasons uh, that led to some of his bullying. But uh, it was to the point where his bullies knew of his fear of doctors and one day took Holmes to a local doctor's practice. It's, it does sound bizarre, by the way, how you can just go ahead and walk in and do something like this. But as the story from the information I have goes, he was forced to stand in front of a skeleton and uh, was absolutely terrified of this image and um, somehow became fascinated by it at the same time. And it's potentially this that's ignited his interest in biology, and more specifically, the human anatomy. So he would ask his teachers loads of questions. He would read books on anatomy and study the subject in his spare time. And it's at this point it became clear that Holmes was highly intellectual. He would retain more information on a better level and he would learn on a higher level than all of his classmates. Um, it's been alleged that during the early stages of this fascination of anatomy, that Holmes would kidnap animals, including pets, such as neighbours, cats, and things like that. I'm struggling to confirm it, although there's been rumours around it, so I have read several places that, but I can't confirm that. It's one of those things that could have been embellished and added on to a story because so many killers used to kill cats or kill animals and things like that. But it does crop up now and again. 
Um, there's also the rumour of Holmes's childhood friend, Tom. Now, the rumour as it stands goes that uh, Holmes and Tom went to play in an abandoned building. Now, remember the story of Mary Bell that we once touched on as well. It's absolutely identical to that. But uh, poor Tom fell from a ledge to his death. Again, there, there's no evidence that I can find that actually sort of points towards Holmes killing him. It's just one of those things. But needless to say, many people have speculated on that. Um, I get to where Holmes was 17 years old. <clears throat> and with his dad, um, he took on some farming jobs. He also took on several jobs as teaching. Um, he took on a job at a farm with his dad. And this is where he met his future first wife. Yes, his first one. So there's obviously, uh, as you both know, a lot more to come on this. But Clara Loverley, the farmer's daughter, who at the time was seeing another man, her other man was often mean to her. And Holmes once intervened with something that was going on, which instantly had Clara smitten for the guy. Um, they got married very quickly. And two years after marriage, they had a son called Robert Mudgett. Two years after that, Holmes enrolled himself into medical school in Michigan. And he graduated two years later afterwards when he was 24. But whilst in Michigan, he became an apprentice to the professor and chief of anatomy. And this is where he developed um, his obsession for anatomy. Um, Holmes, obviously, at this point, had access to endless amounts of cadavers. He started to steal some of them and take them home. He'd basically be disfiguring them and mutilating the bodies so that they were unrecognisable. Um, he would then take out life insurance plans on fake people and provide said bodies to claim his payout. And it was around this time that he changed his name to H.H. H. Holmes. So he did this enough to start making some decent money from it. But it was really just the start of um, cunning, manipulating ways that he's got plenty more to prove with. He not only changed his name, but he went on to use dozens of other names and aliases throughout his time in his professional murderous career. So just before Holmes graduated from the medical school, his wife Clara took their son and left Holmes to go back to New Hampshire um, to allege that she basically escaped his domestic abuse. But because she fled, they never actually got divorced officially. So after he graduates, Holmes then went on travelling spree across America, picking up jobs for cash and uh, getting some experience to add to his toolcase as well with some of the jobs that he's picked up on the way. So another rumour is that Holmes was seen in Pennsylvania and New York during these travels with some young boys. And both of those boys apparently went missing. I've got no evidence on that. It's one of those other things that came up in three different places, but not all the time, and it has been rubbished by one. But in 1886, Holmes decided to settle in Chicago. This is where I'll pass it over shortly to somebody else. But in short, he scammed or sweet-talked a local pharmacist, Elizabeth S. Holton, into getting a job there, and soon met his second wife, Myrta, who two years later would have their daughter, Lucy. So Holmes, Holmes ends up eventually buying the pharmacy from Elizabeth and her husband. But with this purchase came a sizable piece of land. Now, this is where Holmes would build his eventual murder castle. Um, his original plans were for a two-storey building. 
in the ground floor for shops to have jewelers and a barber and that. But during actual construction of the building is where he decides that he needed a third floor to function as a hotel. Um, it was never actually registered as a hotel or for official use as a hotel. Um, but the actual blueprints to this, um, it really only had one purpose, if you look at it, in the way that the rooms have been set out in that. As we know now for what it is, which I won't dive into yet, um, but the way that it's been set out, um, it was absolutely for a sole purpose. So the way it was built, like concept, he he was he was very clever. Again, it's all the, the whole process before we even get to some of the crimes of what he was doing to firing different companies, constantly changing contractors, meant that nobody could understand its purpose, its full intent of the building. Nobody worked there long enough on the project to really suss it out. So this method um, basically allowed homes into dodging all of the labour bills, construction fees. Um, he would claim the work wasn't up to scratch and find other excuses not to pay. So um, the hotel itself had around 35 rooms, some with no floors. Uh, so Sorry, some with no doors, some with three, most with no windows. There were shoots from rooms leading straight to the basement. Trap doors into rooms, but no way out. Hidden staircases, passage walls leading to nowhere. And there was a huge room with a vault-like door. And certain rooms were built airtight and acted as a gas chamber with controlling vents. Most of the rooms had been soundproofed and one was eventually iron-plated with blow torches fitted behind the plates. So plenty of means for all kinds of torture devices. Um, but yeah. I'll maybe stop there before we get into the nitty gritty of stuff that gets us sort of yep. into the where he, where he came from and where he went to. Perfect, thank you very much, uh, John. I'll come over to you in just a second. I think it's 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 plain to uh, just put in one thing here just now before we go over to John, which is if you haven't already guessed when I said this guy is a very very bad man. Um, you've heard his background now and the fact that he's built this what Lee's called a murder hotel. Um, or murder castle. It's literally he. Th this guy was. He's not one of the most well-known serial killers, but he might be one of the most proficient. Uh, he admitted to twenty-seven murders. A lot of the murders he actually admitted to, he probably didn't actually do. However, he's thought to have killed over two hundred people. In this hotel, mostly, although yeah, he's, he's claimed not. murders of people that were actually either still alive or had died of yeah. natural causes. Yeah, but they they think, and they're probably right to say that he has probably killed over two hundred people. So we'll yeah. go into that yeah. a bit more. So uh, yeah, but it said, it said <coughs> just just before just before his death that apparently he only claimed he ever killed two people. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit random. He was a, he was a fucking notorious liar as well. Let's be honest as well. So he was a genius. There's no way about. Yeah, like... yeah. There's no there's no actual real way of of gauging how many he actually did. Do, you know what I mean? So no, it could be twenty seven. Twenty seven is a bit of a random figure, which probably tells you probably could be about that, but you don't know. Because let's be he honest, he's travelled all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would say, I I personally would suspect that um you're probably looking about twenty seven just in the castle about at least minimum minimum in the castle. Yeah. Um, I mean over to you, John. What what have you been looking into before we go into? Uh, uh, well, I've got a few. I got a few. You probably look at the same thing as well, but mm -hmm. uh, like a couple of his um a couple of his nicknames 
mm-hmm. I thought were quite good. I don't know if you've looked at them. The Monster of 63rd. Okay. Uh, Doc, Doctor Death. The Torture Doctor. Uh, this is my personal favourite, actually. Devil in the White City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's quite good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you know why he changed his name to Holmes? No, no. He changed his name in homage to Sherlock Holmes. Nice. There we go. Nice yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's also... Himself as a clever bugger. Yeah. Oh, aye, aye, aye. And I take it, uh, did you look into his bloodline? No. And who's part of his bloodline? <clears throat> Meghan mm-hmm. Markle. Really? Eh? Eighth, 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 no, eighth cousin. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll well, see she's that, a uh, witch anyway. sure he's, he's, uh, his great-grandson who he um, got a, a two of his diaries and things. So he's, 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 well, he obviously, you know, I think you've read a lot on the grandson because he's kind of touted yeah. him yeah, as one, one of our, uh, one of, yeah, one of our previous podcasts has been yeah. uh, Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack. But he's a bit of a ticket, this boy as well. But yeah. Um, yeah. There's so, a good few things that do lead possible, Yeah. There is quite a lot of evidence to suggest that, but there's also a lot that doesn't. But what yeah, the one correct. thing he he was he was known as America's first serial killer, technically mm-hmm. as yeah, well. Yeah, doesn't mean he was. And even though bear in mind we did a podcast on somebody that was possibly mm-hmm. a serial killer, was known as America's first serial killer. He was the original. Yeah. So he he was the one that set it all up for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, yeah. you say you say his bloodline. What, what I find quite interesting is he said that um, one of his quotes was, "He was born with I was born yeah. with the devil yeah. in me, and he, yeah. he, I was born with the devil in me, and then he stood by my side my my whole life or something." He's um, yeah, totally. He, he genuinely uh, as well. I think I was born with the devil in me. I could not help the fact that it was a murderer. No more than a poet can help. The inspiration to a song, nor the ambition of an intellectual man to be great. The inclination to murder came to me as natural as the inspiration to do right comes from the majority of persons. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, his mo is quite is quite unusual. Um, is what I would what I would say as well. So we we know he's got this the hotel now. To go into a bit more depth, and I'll let the others probably go into a bit more depth in the as far as the hotel blueprint and makeup is is made up of. But it's three floors. The bottom floor, um, is or underneath there's a basement and there's chutes that go into the basement which are greased so you can throw bodies down, do whatever down. So they're all, um. Done like that. Some of the rooms, or one in particular, actually has no entrance apart from yeah. a trap door at the top. Several of the doors have, sorry, several of the rooms have peepholes, etc., secret passages that lead behind them. Um, they've got staircases that lead down into the basement. They've got hidden staircases that lead into other rooms. There's lots of them. trap doors, etc. Um, most of them were soundproofed. Um, the basement also had a torture rack, so the medieval racks that you could actually have. Uh, you would actually have. But his mo is quite interesting because I don't think, and it's it is speculation. It is speculation, but. You seem to have 
different methods of killing people. You've got him gassing some people. You've got him, the, the rumour of strangulation of quite a few. That was his main MO, apparently. But then there's also some that say, uh, for instance, there's one uh, which I find pretty horrific, actually. But there's one um, suggestion, uh, a strong suggestion, that um, what he would do is he would pour because a lot of the rooms, etc., just ha had no furniture, etc., in them. They were just basic and floors, floors and walls. And he would pour acid into the room. <clears throat> and of course, they had nowhere to go. So basically, they would just they would die because it would basically just the acid would melt them away, more or less, um, as they were still alive, which is pretty horrific. And that's um, led to to have been in particular because one of the rooms had a, a woman's footprint against the door made up of her foot which is nice so they reckon that the yeah. uh, the acid was out eating away at her foot and uh, so she kicked tried to kick the door and left her foot <laughs> or part of remnants remnants yeah, of her foot yeah, on, yeah. On we also yeah. had acid baths as well downstairs yeah. for skinning the bodies and yeah Getting the skeletons, you know. Well, you that's so he could. That's so he off. could sell. That's so he could sell yeah. them to make money to like yeah. the Birkin, universities Birkin and colleges. Style, like eh? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And see, because you look at him, right? He was quite clever, but it was all about the money. Mm. All Pretty much everything, 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 everything he did was, and, and said he, he was a psycho insurance scammer. Is mm -hmm. probably where he sum him up. Yeah. In reality, the guy probably uh, the pioneered multi-stream income. To be fair with you, I mean, this guy had money coming from every angle, you know. I mean, he had it sus, uh, and it gets better as we go on. He claims mm -hmm. plenty more, plenty more. Mm -hmm. uh, so, John, before we go back to leave, have you got anything else you want to bring up at this stage? Uh, more about like the talk about like the hotel, and obviously, Lee touched on the fact that you know he used different contractors mainly so knew, nobody knew what you're doing. Uh, what he what he was actually doing. So he was he was very very intelligent in that way. But mm -hmm. some of the things I've read, I mean, there's varying reports as to what the actual um, hotel was like. But there's, uh, I mean, his bedroom as well. But there's, he actually had like alarms fitted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connected, so they were tell. connected. They were connected yeah. to his his flat, so that he could tell if anybody was moving about as well. Do you know what I mean? Because he so, lived yeah. in the top, top floor of that building. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's um, so anything yeah, he had a, in he, any room, he'd be um, alerted to. Yeah, he, he he would know. Yeah, in his own apartment, he had a trap door in the bathroom, which revealed a staircase, which led to a windowless cubicle, and in the cubicle was a large chute, funnily enough, as well. Yeah. So yeah, and all the, the 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 corridors were all actually fitted with gas jets on the walls as well. So it wasn't just in the rooms; it was actually in the corridors as well. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, uh, and he was the only one that had keys for everything, and he could actually control the flow of gas from his own bedroom closet as well. So he had pretty much, yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much a, a mint setup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come, I'll come back to that one a bit later. I'll come back to that one a bit later yeah, because I'm not convinced, and I'll lay this just out just now. I'm not convinced he was a one man band, and I'll come back to that. But, uh, so yeah, um, Lee, do you want to come on a bit more with uh, with, with the hotel and, and where you want to go with with, with that? Um, well, as you mentioned with his with his MO, I mean, part of that also was the fact that most of his victims were young women, um, and most of them were actually working 
for him in the hotel at the time. Mm-hmm. He would actually use the place, and this was whole part of the, the the shops beneath to sort of like create this safe looking environment to to lure people into thinking it was a a legitimate business and what have you. But he would basically try and coax these ladies into working for him. But as part of the contract, he'd actually make them sign a life assurance agreement that would pay off into Holmes's name. So, I mean, basically, again, you know, this is this is two um, payments and your kicks from one body that he's maximising everybody um, and everything he can out of it. Um, he had the, basically the, this this murder castle hotel. It was built in time for uh, the 1893 Colombian Trade Fair, which was held in Chicago. I think that's millions. Important. I think that's important. Yeah, I'll come definitely. back to that in a second, but I think that's important. I'll tell you why later, but carry on, sorry. Well, for the simple fact that I had millions of people coming from all over the world, coming to visit Holmes, his hotel, mm. would have been the perfect thing to do. You've got to bear in mind, there's no online booking back then. There's no mm. registration forms to be filled out. You've basically got a stranger from somewhere paying in cash for a hotel room for a night in a hotel that isn't even registered as a hotel. They go missing. And then there's no traceability. So people that sort of go to Chicago for this big fair go missing and they don't come back. You can't tie it into anything. So this was like really grade A perfect opportunity for the guy. Um, So you can never, this also is one of the reasons because of that and that time, you can never be sure of how many people actually went missing and how many people you can actually attribute to homes killing them. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know that his first official victim was Julia Smith and she was married to Ned Smith who worked in the jewellers on the ground floor Holmes started an affair with Julia just after she got familiar with him and she was regularly bumping into him through association with Holmes basically being Ned's effective landlordy type boss if you will um, Holmes ended up offering Julia and her husband and child a place to stay in the hotel so that Ned could be closer to work. Um, Ned caught on quite quickly to the fact that they were having an affair and he actually bailed completely. He just bailed, left the kid and wife. Julia fell pregnant to Holmes in 1891 and Holmes offered to carry out an abortion, which she never survived, basically. Um, He also killed her six-year-old daughter, Pearl, which there's evidence of which we can come back to later. But um, less than six months later than that, Holmes met and hired Emily Sigrand and started a relationship. The following Christmas, she disappeared. And again, a lady called Edna Van Tassel started working at the hotel soon after, and she also went missing. Um, It's around this time that Holmes met, and I think maybe Kendall, you'll probably have a bit about this guy, um, around this time that Holmes met um, Benjamin Pinsel and Holmes basically became best friends with him. Um, Pinsel was a, you could almost call him a bit of a skivvy or the weakling out of the two as a duo, but um, they will both commit several dozen insurance scams and, and pretty much inseparable as, as, as it comes to where, where friends are. Um, you got anything about Benjamin or you want to wait? Um, Again, him later? <laughs> I, I, from my side of things, I think you're pretty much right in saying, in, in saying he was a bit of a skivvy. I think yeah, he, yeah. I think he was a victim a more than anything. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a more a victim, which he actually ended up 
being a victim, funnily enough. Um, but yeah, he completely. He was he was starting to he was involved very much in the with the Andy's family. Scam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The insurance scam thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, they, basically, they were taken. They were all taken to Canada by homes. It was just a weird, weird setup. Basically, well, only three groups. of them. Eh? Yeah. Um, so he took the wife and kids one side because he was now having, probably having an affair with her, and then he went the other way with Pitzel. But Pitzel was involved heavily in the um, <clears throat> in the um, hotel, murder hotel, murder castle as well. Uh, and then, ironically, they decided that the, the plan was to um, set up an insurance scam on Pitzel himself, in which case Holmes actually just killed him. <laughs> So they didn't bother like swapping the body on that one. They just they just killed him and, and kept the money. So that's the we do. He also did away with his kids, um, and probably his wife as well. Um, but that was the start of his downfall, though, wasn't it? it? It was. It was. He never got the wife, though. He never killed the wife and uh, two kids. Mm-hmm. He, he took three kids and he got them. He took them separate and he killed yeah. them in Canada. Yeah, and Niagara Falls actually, I think, wasn't it? Was it? I think so. Was, uh, the, the remnants of uh, certainly the son was found in one of the properties he was renting in Canada. Yeah, yeah. And then the two girls elsewhere. Yeah, his boy they, was burned. Yeah, and they they dug up various properties of his that he'd stayed in after it all came out. They dug up various properties and found various bones. Some of them, some of them might have been human. Some of them might might have not. They were talking about one. They, they found one in one of the houses, which was. Um, which was a horse and they, they, they thought it was human remains and it ended up it was a, a, a horse rather than human remains which they would have known if they'd had a portrait by portraits by Kerry etc it would have been very lifelike and they would have known but uh, but they didn't have one of those so then uh, it was just it took a few years to find out it was just a horse <laughs> what a fucking what a fucking awful link that is by the way for anybody that was listening I'm, I'm going to google that website now just with fucking no chance they're thinking no you're thinking, oh, like she can do horses, that'd be great. Anyway, <clears throat> but the, uh, but yeah, so, but no, yeah, that's true story. True story. It says, you know, bring, bringing history <laughs> to life, guys. I'm bringing history to life. You have anyway, got no on. fucking shame, boy. No shame <laughs> at all. Fuck hell. No disrespect oh to Kerry, God. by the way, but you've got no fucking shame. <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, so, I might have different requests for you the next time. I'm drunk, mate. Don't yeah. Get that easy. <laughs> but so, so, Back on to so I am what I would say is I I do think very much he was just kind of led. I think he was very much almost set up as a patsy, and I think the whole thing of them doing it in conjunction because he was very intelligent with Holmes. Personally, I think that if the police etc. He's already changed his name a few times, as you rightly say, Lee. And if it, if the police were going to get too close, they were going to arrest people. Then I think there was the intention to probably point the finger at this guy long enough to make his escape and go away somewhere and that i could be totally wrong in that one but um but i do i do think that i'm not convinced he was involved in any of the murders um i don't see anything that that, that would lead me to um the thing i don't know if you guys have picked up anything that would that would lead well, to say would... hang fire on that but yep mm-hmm. So yeah, so so Lee, what have you got? Uh, sorry, uh, John, what have you got on on going forward then? Uh, I've not really, in fairness, I've not actually really looked at that man. If I'm being honest, because I knew you two probably would. So, in mm-hmm. fairness, I don't actually have a lot on 
Mm-hmm. I'll be one hundred percent honest there. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I, I, and as I say, I I don't think that this guy's a, a key player. He's a key player because he's a victim, and he's with them for a few years. I don't. Think the one thing, the one thing I will say, you, you know, Lee's already touched on the fact that this guy was very clever, but he was mm-hmm. very methodical. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his timing for when he took the job on at the pharmacy, and he's taken mm-hmm. that job on yeah, for a reason, yeah. you know, and then suddenly, if memory serves. He didn't buy it off them. Well, he did, but he did. The, he the did. husband, yeah, but the husband mysteriously died. If memory serves no, as well, that's, mm-hmm. that's, I know it's that's a, that is that's a myth. That's a yeah, myth. that's one of the myths that have mm. been caught up in the embellishment of it. Actually, the yeah. husband and wife happily sold it to him, and they went on and happily right, lived a great okay. life with whatever yeah. money from him. But I did get that, and I did read that several yep. places. But yeah. I have, yeah. I've had yeah. that sort of dispersed. Yeah. But the um, but if you but again it goes back to the time and you think about he must have had it and he said about this upcoming uh, well uh, thing that was coming what? into Chicago like the, yeah. the World Fair so he must fair. have had that and he said in terms of yeah. knowing how much the time scale well originally he, he thought the time scale to actually build the property was only going to be six months mm-hmm. but it ended up being was it nearly two well eighteen months to two years mm-hmm. this is this is where I. As well. I want to go. I want to throw in a couple of things just now because we we could go on happily just talking about this guy and and sort of we're going in one direction and we're all kind of going the same direction. Now. So I'm going to throw a little bit of a thing into the mix here. Now, serial killers normally the way they work, right, and they, it's worked the same for ever since serial killers been a thing, and we've looked at a few of them in the podcast, and it escalates. You don't start off your your first thing you do isn't you just buy a place and you start murdering people. That's, you know, they'd like you put in a torture rack in the basement, you put in a lime like pit because you know that's going to melt the flesh with the lime, etc. on it and all this kind of stuff. You don't go straight in there. So there is an escalation that happens. And like there's, although uh, as, as Lee rightly says, there's been some hints at some of the escalation, so you know the animals and becoming the you know and purposely studying anatomy etc. and doing things so you've got access to these different things so you can learn your trade, but that's obviously in him right from an early age. What's also been said, rightly so in my in my opinion, is that he's a very intelligent man. He's completely crazy and fucked up. But he's a very intelligent man. Now then. We talked about the, the the links with Jack the Ripper. I'm not going to particularly go into that. You guys might want to do that. I'm not going to particularly go into that. What I would say is that there's business records for this guy up until mid-87, 1887. And then he goes, there's no business records for him in 88 or 89. And they picks back up again in 1890. Now, the Jack the Ripper... Murders were in 1888 and 89. So there's a possibility that's him, although there's also a strong possibility it's not him. However, there was another four murders in London in 1878 and 89 called the Torso Murders, which I don't know if you guys have heard of or looked into. But this was literally that, as is suggested, there was people with their heads chopped off, or women with their heads chopped off, 
their arms chopped off, etc., found in various pints in the river and all this kind of stuff around London. And there was four very distinct um, bodies and or cadavers that, that this happened to, and they, they found the ladies, and they never found the person that was responsible for that. The only reason I, I, I'm bringing that up is I actually think it's much more his MO than the actual Ripper murders are. But it's the same time, same place. But I'm also going to throw in here that we, we talked about, um, you know, his partner, whether it was his partner, whether he was a victim. But I don't know if either of you guys have picked up on a, a chap called Pat Quinlan, who was Holmes's um, janitor, pretty much, of the hotel. And he's got a free the pass. The guy committed suicide. Yes. Yeah, years yeah, later, because yeah. he couldn't sleep. Yeah, yeah exactly that. Uh, now, he's also the guy that basically shopped him to the police. He is. No, uh, not well, entirely. No, but he, he, when he was questioned, he, he gave him up. He gave him up. When no, not, not in terms of that. He, t- he told him where to search. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, because he was because was certain, he wasn't allowed in certain parts of the building, and that's what he told the police. Yeah. However, what I want to throw in here is so we, we know a bit about the hotel. We know a bit about Holmes. Now, when Holmes was arrested, the uh, the hotel was torched. Now it didn't get destroyed. Um, some some of the reports say it was completely destroyed, etc. It wasn't. Um, and the janitor actually stayed there afterwards. This guy called Quinlan. Stayed there afterwards uh, for for quite a few months, uh, and then left because, like, when it was coming out in the press and the various stories were coming out in the press, there was a lot of people breaking in because obviously it's now fire damaged and not mentioned around and having a look around. So he's left this place. But interestingly, there was two people seen entering. So home is arrested, so it's not him. So just after he's arrested, two people are seen breaking in. Some uh, setting fire to the place and then running away. Now, some of the the, 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 the fuel drums, etc., were in st- secret staircases for the actual fire that actually set the fire. So that's starting to make me think, okay, why, A, how do they know about the state secret staircases? There's clearly people know about the secret staircases, firstly. Secondly, there's people wanting to get rid of this evidence. This isn't because, like, oh, the summer the hotel, the summer to this, and next, let's burn it down. There's something going on here. Quinlan, if you then go into the witness statements from some of the um, from some of the contractors, as Lee was saying earlier on, what he would do is he would hire a contractor, and then he would basically get them to bring in all their stuff and all the equipment and all the um, the, the, the stuff you would need, all the concrete and all that kind of stuff. So we'd get it. And they would have it on site, and they would find a reason to fire them, complain that we're doing good enough job, this and next thing. And he would have hidden their stuff, so we'd have hidden the concrete, we'd have hidden the, all, all their um, their tools and stuff like that in some of the secret staircases and secret rooms, etc. And they would go and get them back, and they'd be away. But even at that point, some of the contractors, there was rumours going about, and some of the contractors said, "Exactly, there's something not right here." And we're going to go into to one of them in particular. Because he, he was telling the police, the police were questioning him. And, uh, and I don't know if either of you guys said this. And uh, he said, so I was doing the work and I'd heard some of the rumours and I asked him about these rumours. So I'd asked him, I said, listen, what happened to such and such and such and such? Why? You know, oh, no, no, never mind. Oh, they didn't do a good job in the roof. 
come up to the roof with me. And the boy's like, you know what? Nah, it's, it's, it's fine. I, I don't do roofs, so you do your own thing. No, no, come on. No, I'm not, I'm not coming up to the roof. All right, okay. So, right, okay, well, I've got your room anyway, so you're doing work here, so we've got your room, so here's your room. Get it, get it. So he's gone into his room. And this contractor's thinking this that there's something not right here. So it's it's not right. So he's he's struggling to sleep that night. He's struggling to sleep. And uh, next thing is they're scraping and footsteps very low and careful as if somebody's tiptoeing outside his door in the hotel. So he goes over to the door and he's like, he's who's there? And he's like, eh, eh, oh, sorry, it's, it's me, it's Pat, it's Pat Quinlan. Right, oh, yeah, what do you want? Well, oh, I just, I, I, yeah, I was just in the, the room. Do you, do you mind if I just come and, and spend the night in, in your room with you? Eh, uh, how about no? <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> not, that, that's not happening. Oh, but I'll just, no, come on, just let me, no, you're not going into my room. All right, all right, okay, okay, okay. Goes like goes back to his bed, doesn't sleep for the rest of the night. Next morning, gets his tools and gets the fuck out of Dodge. Says, I'm not going near that bill. I think that that is the closest we have to a survivor statement from H.H. Holmes. And I think that that shows that there's other people involved. Now, interestingly, what I thought and what I was looking at now it's a bit of a stretch to put homes in London I think we can all agree that and the way my mind works it's not a case of there's two things it's like can we put them in London can we put them in London well no we could put we could put them leaving London after the last Ripper murder or the last Torso murder because on the um, on the uh, cruise ship uh, manifest is an H Holmes a few days after the last murder. So we can put them leaving London or somebody called H. Holmes leaving London. But we can't put them in there. And obviously there might be more H. Holmeses. So the other thing I'm looking at is why would he be in London? So he's set up. We know he's um, he's, a, he's a dodgy fucker. Um, but his MO to me it's like, and I think this is what I was saying to you earlier on that I wanted to come back to, Lee, which was the World Fair was the big thing. He was set up, there's going to be millions of people attending Chicago for the World Fair. You're going to have transient people, you're going to have loads of people, and they're going to go, if somebody goes missing, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to get them to meet. So I thought to myself, well, let's look and see what is going to happen or or let's look and see if there is anything happening in London at that time and lo and behold I find that in 87 is the first travelling um, and it sounds stupid just now but it was a huge thing, cultural thing at the time, was um, Wild Bill's Travelling Circus and it was the first time that it hit London was in 87, 88 and 89 And I thought to myself, okay, also, where's they met Quinlan? So in my in my mind, in my mind, we I, I, we have potentially 
a reason for him to be in London for the simple fact that this is going to be another huge cultural thing which is going to have huge numbers of transient people and it's more or less a, a hunting pool for you because I think that's what they're actually looking for is a hunting pool and I do think because there was obviously two people seen leaving the murder hotel or the murder castle um, after setting the fire, after he's arrested. So that says to me there's at least three of them. After the witness statement, I've got no doubt one of them is Pat Quinlan. The other one to be advised. Um, I, I, still, I still need to look further into some of these witness statements, etc. But I thought that was an interesting one. But I did think that if you actually, in some of the other places in the States, which I've not done yet, I'm starting to do the research and I've not actually got as much done as I want. I think if you look at his timings and his places, I suspect if you find huge cultural events in some of the cities, etc., New York or wherever like that, you might find a link to him somewhere as well. And I think that's his hunting pool. Yeah, so, he moved about He moved about a fair bit. Yeah, he did, definitely. Uh, uh. He did. I mean, he does have, there are actually, which I was going to get to later, but we've kind of dodged the timeline. Mm. But, um, um, Christ, I forgot what was it you said? You may think of it. I mean, basically, um, he ended up, well, very quickly, I mean, his fifth victim, yeah, mm-hmm. was an actress called Minnie Williams. Now, she was from a wealthy Texan family, so it didn't take long for him to manipulate the land out of their hands. Um, from Basically, it was her sister, Nanny, and Minnie that owned the land. But he took own, ownership of that land under the name of Alexander Bond, which was just another alias for him. So, yeah, And then he ended up killing both sisters. But now he's got this massive plot of land out in Texas. Now, the whole London thing, actually, if we go back to the Pitzels, <clears throat> There is documentation of him suggesting. So basically, with the the whole Pitzels, he took three of the kids, one of the boys, two girls, and then the mum was left with two of the other girls, uh, if I'm right in saying. I know he definitely had the boy and two girls, and he took them off to Canada. Now, the whole plan, or whatever false plan that he had laid for that, was for all of them to meet up in London. And he talks about that, and it's documented well. Um, just going off and to the side of, again about this great great grandson, he claims to have um, a the diaries of his great great grandfather, and mm-hmm. in that apparently does state that there's there, there's stories of there's there's documented stories of killing and his plans to be in London and to kill in London. Um, and and that is is it evidence. No, but 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 yeah. And when you tie everything else in together, we can certainly see his desire to be in London, and you can certainly see his sole purpose for his desire to be in London is to kill, and and specifically females, if not prostitutes. So um, yeah, yeah, it, it does come back to that. If I can go back a little bit, which I do tie this in with actually with the whole pitzels. Uh, and that it was actually um, it, the t- around about the time after he killed both those sisters to inherit inherit to, to claim that Texas land. Um, it was at that time that insurance companies had started to look into homes for the amount of claims that he'd been making. So they were getting suspicious. 
So catching on to that, that's when um, he basically bailed and he went to his land in Texas. So it's at this point picking up, um, believe it or not, he picked up another bride in between here and moving to Texas. So, I mean, like super suave guy, whatever, he's chatting all these women up. But anyway, her name was Georgia Yoke. Now, she settled down with Holmes in Texas. And then out of the blue, he was arrested. But he was arrested for stealing horses. For nothing else. He went to jail for stealing horses. Now, in jail, he met a chap called Marion Hedgepith. Did anybody get anything on this guy? No. <clears throat> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got on. Oh, yeah, you get him. They both yeah, got on yeah. well. And basically, Holmes even opened up to one of his greatest plans that he had hatching. And it was his biggest insurance scam yet. And he would basically look to earn 10K off of his own life uh, insurance claim. So he just needed a dodgy lawyer for it. And Holmes promised Hedgepith $500 to get him in touch with an appropriate lawyer. Now, Hedgepith did, and Holmes met the lawyer. He quickly realised that he needed to change the plan. And instead of his own death, this is where he recruited Benjamin Pints, uh, Pitzel in. So Holmes convinced Pitzel to basically fake his death and then they would share the money. <clears throat> and Pitzel agreed. He had a family and uh, he had more need for the money than Holmes did. But basically they just needed a matching cadaver. Um. And as before, he's done before for insurance claims, basically the plan was to mutilate the cadaver beyond recognition. And uh, Pitzel would become B.F. Perry, um, a scientist that would die in a horrible explosion in a lab. Um, but basically, instead of finding a matching cadaver, there was no better one to use than Pitzel's very own body. So Holmes killed Pitzel, as Kendall, I think you mentioned. He burned him alive. He even made Pitzel, uh, his family, identify the body with them being privy to the plan, not realising that they were actually really looking at their husband because they they, they they were in on it. They knew about this. So they, they thought that he was still alive and hiding and didn't realise that this was actually their real father and husband. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Afterwards, Holmes murdered them all. He burned Howard and uh, gassed Alice and Nellie by sticking them in a wooden box. Um, but the whole thing where this all came to sort of real light is the simple fact that he carried on in his scamming ways. And it was um, he hadn't paid anyone for anything, any part of this plan where he'd promised. So he hadn't paid his lawyer fees. He hadn't paid money to the remaining pitzels. And he hadn't paid the $500 to Hedgepith. And it was Hedgepith that grassed Holmes up. And when the police started their investigation, it was after tracking down Mrs. Pitzel and the, kid, the remaining kids, um, they obviously had to break the news of her three children, and that they ended up finding the remains of all three. But Holmes denies all counts of murder. And then they found Holmes's murder castle, and that's how they got the further evidence. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so John, have you got um, anything else for us just now? I, I quite like I quite like the whole. Um, I know it's not plausible, but I quite like the whole possibility that it could have been. I know we already touched on it, and like we jacked the ripper, but I just quite like it. I quite like the theory. I do. It. Yeah. It's not, you know, there, there's one interesting thing is that um, again, it was his great great 
grandson did with an FBI sketch artist that they took the 13 witness testimonies uh, that saw saw the man before the deaths of these people and they formed a picture and apparently the picture was that close to H.H. Holmes that it could have been used at that in modern day, it could have been used as a warrant for arrest. Yeah. They also reckon that they've uh, matched the handwriting between the two to 97%, which yeah, is the, the same difference that you would get if you wrote two letters. Yeah, and sent it yeah, yeah. They also said, yeah, they focused quite a lot on yeah. the Dear Boss letter, didn't they? Yes, that's right. They, uh-huh. they said they had various quirks suggesting that the writer was American. Yeah. Well, it's well, the exact so. description that Scotland Yard had him down for. Yeah. Uh, same yeah. height with a moustache. Um, the, the, the yeah, the dark hair, the the build, the height, just everything. It was the description he fit perfectly. And you talk about you you talk about MOs as we always talk about. We talk about serial killers and things. Could it be the, the kind of train of thought that I had was obviously his killing style was different to the Rippers and the fact that he did it. Holmes was very private in terms of the way he done it. You know, he done it within the confines of his castle or his hotel or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. But could it be? But obviously, the last Kanoko murder was very different because it was done in a bedroom. So mm-hmm. could one train of thought not be that at this point he was, and it was obviously that that was the most brutal one out of the five of them. Mm-hmm. Could it not be at that point he was honing his skills for getting back to Chicago? It wouldn't surprise ready for the. I I, yeah. I I think it's a difficult one because I I think there's three or four really strong candidates for Jack. I'm I'm tending to to sway towards the fact that he was in London. That it, there seems to be mountain evidence that he was in London, um, and even if he's not Jack, as I say, these torso murders are very much his MO um, but as you rightly say the, the Mary Jane Kelly murder the last one the, the Jacks is very much his MO because he, he got to take his time and it was an anatomic dissection is what it was I mean that's that's what you know he did to her um, to Mary Jane Kelly so I I don't I, I don't know I, I, I don't know if I, if I can say he suddenly because because I think you guys painted a very good picture for Cross um, as, as as Jack the Ripper, um, yeah. and there's a lot of evidence points that way. But then, you know, are we then thinking maybe actually there's more than one? Well, that's one train I thought as well. But we talked about that in the Jack the Ripper podcast as well, though, didn't we? Yeah, possibly could have been two as well. So, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, but I I do see. But going back to this guy, is I I do think. Um, the more I looked into, it's clearly that there's more people being involved in it. Like, okay, whether or not Pietzel know knew and about the murders, etc. He certainly knew about his his money laundering and um, his uh, and his schemes for the money, etc. So then it becomes right. And in order to get a cadaver for that insurance fraud, he knew that he had to be either murdering or, or at least. I mean, if you're not murdering somebody to get the cadaver, how are you finding it? Yeah, yeah, you know. And he, he must have known about the plans for the hotel, etc. So he must have known about mm-hmm. the, you know, the basement, etc. So that's that, that, that that's the thing. But as I but say, going back to so the very quickly, mm-hmm. sorry, just wanted to go back to the Jack oh, yeah. the Ripper thing. You see, mm-hmm. see, as you were mentioning on the two people, the other mm-hmm. thing is, look at what we did with the Zodiac case. 
nobody's looked at two people before. Yeah, it's true. You know, so it absolutely can fit and it can fit perfectly, perfectly yeah. in both yeah. ways. Do you so, know it's so, funny? I, I tried to find links between him and the, the guy, the, the people that we pinpointed. And and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I, ser- yeah. I, ser- I searched for a while and I tried to find some link mm. or something. I was pretty I convinced by our conclusion on Jack the Ripper. I was yeah. like, certainly at the yeah. time, and I still kind of am, you know. But yeah, I, I, I never do. know. But I, I, I do. I just one thing I would say is I, and I've said it already. Um, and normally I kind of drop these things towards the end of it. I have dropped it in about this guy Pat Quinlan, and I think there's A N other as well, which I think I'll find. I think he's I think he's there in these files, in the files. We're limited by um, we're limited and we're unlimited. We're limited because there's not a lot of things you can you, a lot of archiving go into in the eighteen eighties, eighteen nineties. We're unlimited, um, from the fact that we we've got some manifests for the ships etc which is where we was using at the time and we've also got the new york times and the new york times is where the tumble tea was um it came out just a few years ago that tumble tea was chased to, to new york um by uh detective andrews i think it was from the, the scotland yard um after the time of the, the, the of the, the ripper killed but and this is a big but but now we know that in that same time phrase, H. Holmes went from London to America. Now, there is nowhere in the files that, that, that basically um, Tumblety's mentioned uh, by name. It's, it's the Ripper files talk about an American quack. Now, we've just assumed that he's gone like Detective Andrews is following Tumbletee over to America. What if he was actually chasing Holmes? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good shit, yeah. So, there is no reason to actually say he was never mentioned as as Andrews is is chasing Tumbletee over, so he could have been chasing Holmes over. Um, But I don't think, as I say, I don't think Holmes hunts alone. I think there's an awful lot of this even to this day um, where they hunt in packs. I think if you look at paedophiles, etc., they have their rings, they have this, that, and next thing. They, they, they seem to be able to find each other. Um, and I think certainly if you look at the likes of Lake and Ng, um, the serial killers who are horrific. I don't know if you guys have, have looked at Lake and Ng, no? Um, no. That, that's a fairly recent one, I think. So just look at them. Um, Leonard's somebody like Leonard Ng, NG is the second name, just NG is an Asian boy, and um, they videoed uh, basically torturing and killing people and stuff like that, and they got caught um, and put away and stuff for it, but uh, very, you know, like they've got a video and you can actually go online you can see some of it where they're actually like just videoing her and this woman and they've already like killed her baby by basically one of them has put the baby between his legs and kept on swiveling its head until the head came off um in front of her uh and then later on he's telling her what to do and he's like right okay um don't shout and don't argue or you know you've, you've already seen what we do the babies and if like we'll make it worse for you also they're gonna make it worse for you and all this kind of stuff in the end i mean horrific stuff but they find each other 
And with just the circumstances of this, it's a big operation, this murder castle. So if he's been doing his own thing, this is the, the other place I'm going. So if he's been going, battering on, doing his own thing, marrying this one, that one, the next one, doing away with them and all this kind of stuff, he's got this, this, this thing going. He's now got this kind of proliferation of people around him. So he, he's got Piazzo who's bought into everything he says he's to do. He just does goes along with everything. We've now got Pat Quinlan, who, as I say, the, the, there's something not right there. Yeah, he's, he's dobbed him in. Um, when after he's been arrested, he's told them where to look and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but he's also been involved because the only witness we've got to anything actually suspicious is actually named. It's not. It's not Holmes. It's been outside the room, like sort of four o'clock in the morning. It's 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 Quinlan, uh, and we we know that there's two people burnt that hotel down or that hotel the, the murder castle down after. He was arrested to get rid of evidence, clearly. So is that a case of this was actually the first serial killer resort, almost like hostel? Is that actually what it was going to be? A serial killer resort? That's not, <laughs> not a place you plan to visit like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Depends on what side of five stars it's going to chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's it, it's like we're talking earlier on. You've got the uh, you got the World Fair coming, right? So you got the World Fair coming. I say right, okay. What do you want? We want an eighteen-year-old blonde girl, and I want a thirty-five-year-old redhead, and I want this and next thing. No issues. And you come. Here's your room. It'll be delivered, or you've already got her in the bloody vault underneath your room. Just go down your trapdoor there, and you've, it's already set up for you. There we go. That's uh, five hundred bucks, please. Thank you very much. One thing that Lee said, which was very telling, is he was all about the money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was money oriented. He does go drunk. Well, I and I, I, the killing, the killing, the killing was just. Mm-hmm. I, I think personally, he was more motivated by money than killing. He just had to kill to get the money. Mm-hmm. But he was, mo- yeah. he was motivated by money. Yeah. I mean, so you know it- that when he was when he was in when he was in jail, he was paid seven and a half thousand dollars to give his story to uh, by Hearst newspapers, which yeah. in today's money was two hundred and fifteen grand. A lot of it turned out to be an absolute bag of shit. Yeah. But even even then, he was still. But this brings me on another point: is I've read. I don't know. You've probably read it yourself. Is it? A lot of people perceive that he didn't actually hang that day. Yeah, that it was somebody else that was part of the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why yeah. else? So why else would he want to get that newspaper? Why else would he want two hundred and fifteen grand? Is it seventy seven and a half thousand dollars? And then also, why else would he want to be buried under ten feet of concrete as well? Yeah, ten feet deep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, His again, that's just another exhumed. one as well. It was exhumed in nine, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, right. eh? uh, three years, yeah, three years yeah. ago, but. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, so it's all very interesting. I guess, like as I say, they were kind of limited by the, um, by the amount of uh, documentation from those times. So, so it's a limit how far we go into. I think there's more there from what we found over the last few days, etc. I think there is still more in it, um, and in particular, as I say, it's I think 
if we can follow the trail of the other people and see what happened after that. But I, I'd be interested in see, you know, you know how you went up to, uh, I think we went up to, we know we went up to Canada with Pizzo, uh, or Pizzo's wife, etc. And, um, and Niagara Falls. I'd be interested to find if there was any sort of large events and all that kind of thing. And also in Texas. Texas. Yeah, because that that's was. where you planned to open. You planned to open another hotel, didn't it? Yeah. A bigger, badder one, basically. That was yeah, on that land yeah, in yeah. Texas. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking. So you'd be worthwhile looking into that. I was like, sitting thinking <laughs> yeah, about yeah. that, that. Possibly, was there something coming up in Texas in the next, like, three to four years? Yeah. 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 And I mean, it may be a false, it may be a kind of false lead that one, but it's it, it's just looking at his MO, looking at his motivation, etc. Is it murder? Is it money? It's a bit of both. Uh, he's clearly a very sick man, um, and his head, etc. And as I say, you're, you're looking at how he, how he does it, and even the, the mindset that creates these, um, that, that creates that hotel, that does the plans for that hotel, um, you know. The trapdoors underneath the soundproof and the um, the line pits, the uh, the gas chambers, the you know the the because the, so they're airtight and all this kind of stuff. The secret passages behind every wall, the peepholes, etc. I that's it's not like he's been sitting watching horror films since he's like twelve. Um, this is out of his own imagination or his and others' imagination. Uh, and again, it's not like he builds this stuff on his own. So there's other people right from the, right, however you want to look at it, the contractors, etc. Okay, there's a limit to how much each contractor knows is going on, but they all know something's going on because they're all building either trapdoors, they're all building either a secret stairway, they're all building a pit. Um, so see, it's, it's a very interesting, it's not a secret. That's that's what I would say. The whole thing is not a secret. And I say, even when you look at these, um, and I'll point you guys in the the, the direction of the the, the witness statements. And um, but when you read the witness statements, I mean, these people knew something was dodgy. There was something off about the whole thing. Um, and it's just that, as I say, it's just an interesting one. So is it a case of right? We're making like, what? What's the plan? I, I murder's going to be my business. And as I say, it's almost like the, 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 the it's almost like the hostel situation. Um, rich guys coming along at Chicago for the World Fair, and they're spending a thousand bucks, a couple of thousand bucks, and they're getting their choice of whatever they want and whoever they want to do to, to do it to. Um, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Like, I can murder us hotel. How, how does he advertise that, by the way? It's not as if he's on booking dot com. I think that's that, the like, key thing, eh? There's no way to communicate <laughs> that back then, you know? That's beyond opportunist or whatever. Um, I like it. I like it. And I'm uh, sure it would make a great adaptation in Hollywood. But uh, I think the guy uh, was just an absolute self-centered opportunist you know yeah, and he was definitely yeah. maximizing mm. the most out of everything mm. so from each person you know who's making money again his kicks making a second dose of money he just had a system sussed and planned he was intellectual oh, he was he was sharp you know mm. and, and god knows yeah. how the fucked up mind works as well you know but you it know you're, you're probably right yeah, but see, you're saying that there possibly could be a, another person. Mm -hmm. See, with this, the construction of the hotel, mm -hmm. 
it kind of coincides with London as well to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you honestly think he would have wanted to be that far away? Because think about it, he fired and hired and fired contractors as well. I so know, could cause... there have been somebody? Could there could have been somebody else here looking after it? The hotel them? was could built after. Well, you it was mean, built before. It yeah. Was, yeah, it was yeah, but the planning and stuff, stuff would have been start uh, starting etc. But uh, the, yeah, yeah the, the hotel was built sort of nine, early nineties. This was like eighty eighty nine ninety, but. You mean somebody like a caretaker, like a Janet, or like a Quinlan? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Reading the things, there's no doubt to me that Quinlan's involved, and Qu- Quinlan's involved with murder because he's not going to be. He he wa- he wasn't wanting to get caught at four o'clock in the morning outside this guy's room. He was there for no good. The guy. Or is he another skivvy, like Pixel, basically? Absolutely, but but that that's fine. But that, there's no, I, I'm not arguing the fact that Holmes had the brains behind it, and he's like saying, right, okay, he needs to die, he needs to die, he needs to die, or whatever like that. But my my only point is that he um he's not a one man band. He's he's not doing it on his own. And there's if you look at the size and scope of the operation, uh, that, that he's got going, and you get look at was it thirty five rooms, thirty five murder yeah, rooms, yeah. Um, which is just madness. I mean, thirty-five murder rooms, mm-hmm. all, all equipped for your personal enjoyment. You know, it's, uh, so I'm not saying it's it's, it's there as a business. I, you know, I, I'm not saying it's tongue in cheek. I'm saying it's a possibility. But what I am a hundred percent on, he's not doing it himself. He's not on his own. I don't think it's anyway he's on his own. Uh, and I, and we've got a, at least one name because, as I say, that guy is named as being outside his room. There's something there, Georgie. He tried to get me, like, um, Holmes tried to get me on the roof and there was no danger I was going on the roof. I thought there's something right in this, not right there, no way I'm going on the roof with this guy um, or, or I'm going to end up at the bloody bottom of the, the building. Um, and then that night, as I say, footsteps outside his door at four o'clock in the morning when he's like tiptoeing outside his room. And he's having to go to the door and saying through the door, "Who's there?" Oh, it's it's me. Well, I'm just uh, I'm just wondering if I can come and sleep beside you tonight. Fuck off! You maybe know, he fancied them. Yeah, yeah exactly. maybe he was gay. Yeah, four o'clock yeah. in the morning, though. Eh? It's like it's not the time yeah. to make him. Uh, yeah, it's hardly the time. Kept awake by his fucking boner. Can I? Can I, can I just? <laughs> <laughs> can I just go back? Mm-hmm. I've got it down is in the timeline that I had. The, the construction was in the early stages in 1887. It would have been the, the, the early stages of planning, etc. Maybe construction did they not, did they well, not yeah. get? Yeah, did they not get the... Did they not, like, Lee, you touched on when he took over the pharmacy. I'm sure that was 1886. Mm-hmm. That was 1886. Yeah. He, he yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I'm pretty sure at the time... So that's why I looked at the possibilities of allegedly being Jack, was because mm-hmm. the timeline fitted. Well, that would actually that would actually give you a solid that would give you a solid basis, then, John, for that for the simple fact that there is no record, like because obviously um, there's an awful lot of if if it, that's when it's getting constructed, which clearly is, there's an awful lot of uh, construction getting done about then. But there's no business records for homes in eight seven eighty eighty nine or eighty eight eighty nine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, late yeah. So that would suggest he was away from mid Chicago. mid eighteen mid eighteen eighty eight to mm-hmm. early eighty nine. It's mm-hmm. only like a six-month period. Eh? Yeah. 
Apparently, he was down to vote at that time, and it was it was noted that he didn't actually vote. He was registered to vote and didn't vote at that time, suggesting that he was away. There was another two instances. I've not written them down either. Um, examples of him not being in Chicago at that time when he absolutely would have been or should have been. Okay. Okay. But, right. So- so let's um, so so let's go back round. So is, is there anything else um, on this one? Because I, I think we're, if we go much further, it's going to be down into conjecture territory. So if we got, um, I think you've already crossed that fucking line with the murder hotel option, big man. Eh? Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. you say that, but why is it? Why is it right? Okay, I'll put I'll put it another way. One simple question for you: now. You give me a satisfactory satisfactory answer. Then I won't mention that again, right? One guy, why do you need 35 rooms with, 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 with traps and staircases? He's making a shitload of money out of it. The more bodies, mm-hmm. the more rooms, the more everything. You only need one. And of if course, you're one guy, with, you only need one. No, no, with the building that you've got there, it's set up for multiples. And also, he wasn't exactly. doing the same thing with each body. So no, because he can make several different kinds of money from different bodies, as mm-hmm. well as getting his kicks. You know, and then he can uh-huh. get rid of bodies for other reasons. So he can put it into science and sell it as a cadaver from uh, science study, for medical study. He can strip them, acid bath them, and put them together as skeletons and sell them off to the medical but world. But he's doing I mean, all that in the basement. He's not doing uh-huh. that in the rooms. Why, no, does the rooms need, is, why does he need 35 rooms with different room, matches? Different that basement's sizes. a finishing zone, eh? That's where he's just... Exactly. The, the bodies why are done with need, by that. 30, the question still remains, why does he need 35 bedrooms with... Funnily enough, he only decided to add on the bedrooms at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were yeah. never in part, they were never part yeah. of the original plan. Exactly. Did get... The reason why the reason why he had the 35 bedrooms, Kendall, is because we could class it as a hotel to lure people in. But they could just call it an office. But then... But no, then because they've got this their own fear on, yeah. 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 I am sorry. You're not selling me. You're not selling me. I don't, I'm not I don't, trying to. No. But why would why would every room why would every room need either soundproofing? And these, well, a lot of them were different. You know, oh, so I mean, he was doing different things to different people for different reasons. Well, I, I, for- I get that. I get that. But you know, it was never used as a hotel. But it was. It was never registered as a hotel. Never registered as a hotel. It was used as that. Uh, the facade that it was a hotel to lure people in, Kendall, that's the point yeah. I'm making. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the amount of transient people going about at that oh, point. No, absolutely. They see the name hotel. They see the name of hotel outside the building. They're going to go in. And like you said, you've touched on it already. There's no paperwork. There's no records. People just no, hand over the no. cash. Absolutely. If that was an office, if that mm-hmm. was an office, they're not going to go and think they can stay there for the night, can they? No, okay, I, I'll take the office. I'll take the office thing back. But my my point still remains: it's like, do you need every room for it? Like, it's every room is specifically designed. And we're saying, well, you know, it was it was getting used as a hotel. Well, most of these rooms were bare, like absolutely bare, with nothing in them. So no, do- not about. No, there was a lot of furniture in them because he'd uh, he'd taken on it. In fact, he actually used to remortgage. What was it? He used to remortgage furniture. He used to buy furniture off of something that was remortgaged and then basically sell it off. The place was littered. He with didn't. Furniture, he didn't. As we say, he didn't actually. 
he, he got the best of gear for the hotel, but he never actually paid any of the bills as yeah, he normally yeah. always did. That was his kind of motive. So, no but the hotel, it was furnished. It was furnished, kind of. No, yeah, but not all the rooms. All the rooms weren't furnished because they had the uh, because that's what we were saying to would fill some of them with acid, etc. Yeah, but those are the torture rooms that he's obviously doing. That he's got specific rooms that he can fool people into thinking that it's a hotel. So already yeah. you're kind of like taking taking the thirty five rooms for torturing and killing down to I don't know how many, but some of them actually were hotel rooms to fill the facade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So, anything else you want to to, to bring up with our Mister uh, our esteemed Mister Holmes, uh, Lee? No, no, I, I think we've Come covered up. basically everything It's there in any way until you whip out what you've got up, up the sleeve. No, no, that's uh, pretty much been my... Mug you don't do it on camera. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't see it anyway, yeah. John, don't worry, mate. Yeah. No, uh, the, uh, the, the, the big one... The whole new bird Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> Even with an HD camera. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the big one for me this week was the... Uh, uh, which we used earlier on, which was the Pat Quinlan one, because I, I thought... The it, again, it wasn't an obvious uh, the statements etc. that he came out and um and mentioned heavily uh, weren't an obvious find. So that was my kind of big reveal this 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 week. So, but it is to say that the only thing I would say is still searching. I'm still pulling the strings. There's a lot. There are strings to pull there, and it's difficult because it's not a well documented case really for what he did. Um, but I've got no doubt that Pat Quinlan at least plus one because it was two of them that, that set the fire and set the fire when Holmes was arrested and the only reason to set that fire because it's not insurance money so the only reason to set that fire is to kill the evidence especially because as I say the um, the fuel etc the fuel cans were put in the secret stairways etc they weren't just in the rooms or under stairwells they were in the secret staircases um, so that it, it means there's knowledge there and there's a reason why they're burning it down. So I don't think he was acting alone. In the hotel. Like, yeah, before that and all the rest of it. And I think he was the leader of it. But I don't think he was something so. Hey, John, you got anything else for us? Uh, yes, I'd like to finish up with a quote from mm-hmm. a newspaper. Yeah. Uh, it's the Chicago Tribune. Mm-hmm. Posted uh, something on about the hotel, which is it's quite actually, it's actually quite uh, quite apt. Um, I'll quickly read it for you. It's, uh, oh, what a queer house it was. In all America, there was none other like it. A chimney stuck out where chimneys should never stick out. Its stairways ended nowhere in particular. Winding passages brought uninitiated with a frightful jerk back to where they'd started from. There were rooms that had no doors. There were doors that had no rooms. A mysterious house it was indeed. A crooked house a reflex of the builder's own distorted mind. And that house occurred dark and eerie deeds. A yeah. very good place indeed to finish. Um, so I Thank think, you. I, I, think, I thought so. Yeah. So we will leave it by there. And please do um, look up um, Portraits by Kerry, C-E-R-I, on Instagram, and uh, our partner for this evening. And uh, we will look forward to entertaining you again very soon. Thank you very much and good night. Adios. Bye.